0: I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. And this is Smith and Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things. Something as really excited as broken cover this morning. What's that? I was just on my way to work off of the ID Buzz, which I'll, I'll talk more about in a minute. Yeah. Guess who I saw? Guess who I saw? Ooh. Minutes from my house, perhaps two minutes' walk from my own house.
1: Right. Now, I'm going to say either it was Electrical John, old oh, man. Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't him, guys. Yeah, or, or it was your town's no-name, full-suspension oh, mountain by Guy. Full marks. I have seen.
0: <laughs> I, I saw him in action in the wild, like a Yeti. It's like spotting Bigfoot. Yes, <laughs> I spotted no name full suspension mountain bike guy, and he was outside booze for less, which oh, is you know the, the the sign is four you know the the number four booze for yep. less. And yep, what was yep. he doing outside booze for less? <laughs> He'd got a bag of cans. He had he had a very thin plastic bag full of cans. He had a slack yep. rucksack on his back that looked like it was Ooh. a freebie. Yeah. And he was really um, viciously trying to spark up a cigarette, and I don't think his clipper <laughs> refillable was working properly. So he's sort of sh- shaking it and f- flailing at the yes, flick. yes. Oh, I, I honestly, I I wish I was able to take a photo. But guess, get this: he had the biggest chain around the frame, uh, security chain, and oh. it, and it was because he set off not long after sparking his fag and i was at a junction so i had time the clank of the chain on the frame um so much chafing and that's why it's Mm. a no-name full suspension mountain bike because all the decals have been rubbed off by the chain obviously smashing (laughs) against the frame for years on end
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's actually a lesser spotted detail of of the no-name full-suspension mountain bike guy <laughs> is a a repurposed chain used for security reasons. Rather than buying a bespoke bike lock, just get some a sort of like about three feet of chain that you'd normally use to moor up an oil tanker.
0: Oh, it was a big, big old chain.
1: Really yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the kind of thing It's it's Used to stop a cruise liner from fucking off when you <laughs> <laughs> and use it to secure your bike to stuff with a padlock. That's very good. It's, but it was sleeved. Some of it was sleeved. Oh,
0: is it in sleeved? In like a translucent blue material. Oh,
1: right. So it is a proper
0: mm. bike lock then. Hmm. It's not. Well, or if it is, it's used to, to lock up an exceptionally large motorbike because it's a very large chain. But I look closely okay. and I think this sleeve was homemade. <laughs> I think he had a he had a, a homemade I, sleeve. I th- yeah. a DIY sleeve. I think after years of it clanking, and maybe some days when he's a little hungover, oh, start to get yeah. a, start to get irritating. Like,
1: so he sleeved I, it. I think I he
0: a, maybe after a, a bong one night um, near the narrowboat crew, he was like, "I've got to sleeve this. Mm. I've got to sleeve this this chain." So he did. But interesting. So yeah, genuinely no name full suspension mountain bike. It was bobbing mm. away as he was power pedalling away with the cig on. Uh, he definitely muttering to himself when he couldn't light the cigarette. Um, yeah. So I, I just I went to work with a big smile on my face because I felt like I'd witnessed that a lesser spotted uh yeah that's delightful
1: it is it is fantastic on this side of things uh we had a an email from a listener called thomas thomas Twyble. i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly and thomas says i believe that i know the father of my former small towns no-name mountain bike guy (laughs) his name his name in the village was dave the shed what he lived in various sheds horse boxes and cars he lit, he lived, lived, lived. Thomas gives no more information about this, but it, it, it's quite intriguing. He lived in various sheds, horse boxes and cars, always smoking a cigarette. He was the village handyman and always tooled around in a Mark IV Golf Estate diesel. These oh, were normally yeah. on their last legs when he got them and so would never last very long.
0: Gosh, well, if it weren't for the fact that he was smoking, I would have said, that sounds like my brother. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I know my brother... My brother, d- brother doesn't live in a horse park. No, he doesn't though, live... Doesn't? And he also doesn't have a no-name full suspension. His mountain bike doesn't have... Yeah, in fact, it doesn't have a name, but it doesn't have suspension either because he hammer oh. it when he was a late teenager. So all the badges mm. are now covered. Um, but yeah, okay, okay, so Mark thought, I bet he runs that on on veg oil that mark yeah, 4 yeah. diesel that'll be an yeah, a- no, sdi gonna, that is stinks that, of chips is yeah. it the non-turbo did they do a base model non-turbo one of those so real pedestrian but excellent mpg
1: they did but i don't remember if they did the estate in that sdi engine which i guess didn't have your fancy pump juice stuff on it it was just a very old school diesel but that meant you could basically run it on Mazzola. With bits in it, that's
0: yeah. You could and because he'll because he's a handyman, he'll be well connected within the town or the village. So he'll know he'll know someone that knows someone that needs to get rid of vegetable oil. Yes, and and thus he has an FOC fuel source. And for for no name suspension bike guy, he's like, why would I spend money on diesel when I could buy cider instead?
1: Yeah. Well, Thomas's theory is this is this is the dad because he's got a car. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm down with that. I, I, I can buy that.
0: I can buy um, that as well. Yeah. I, I, I love this. I love the fact that the we've got people... We've almost got a neighbourhood watch scheme going on through this podcast. Yes. Looking out for no-name <laughs> full suspension mountain bike owners uh, and indeed machinery. It's great.
1: Yeah. So you... Uh, um, I, I, I was going to say, because I've just been away um, and obviously going to different places... It's always good to keep your eyes peeled. Keep them peeled, guys, mm. uh, for look, listen uh, the local. But I didn't. I wasn't really in a town as well. I was in, a, 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 I mean, barely even a village. We went over to the Gower Peninsula.
0: Would you call and, it a hamlet? Um, Would you use the term yes, uh, hamlet?
1: Yeah, the nearest place had a pub and then right tucked away in an entirely different place, a little sort of tea shop. Nice. And that was it. Oh, and oh, sorry, no. There was a village shop, village shop slash post office. Okay. Um, all excellent, and uh, book. Oh, good uh, to but, know. It's good to know. But no. Okay. You can't. Well, actually, do you know? Because we go down there a bit. Because some friends of ours have got a static caravan down there, which uh, we borrow, and brilliant. It's lovely because it's right above the sand dunes. So you just walk down into the dunes and then onto the beach, and it's uh, it's just lovely but it wasn't that one that was
0: blocking my my evo levels of helmsmanship in the k
1: caterum the other week because that, that i don't i couldn't possibly say well, for sure i noticed they were putting in a couple of new vans at this place but yeah there's a reason I don't know they, you, actually, they were doing the foundation stuff you know sort of redoing that or, and in one case they'd already put the new van there and they were rebuilding a deck around it but i was, yeah. like, I was looking at this place and it's on a slope yeah because the land slopes quite sharply down to you know the sand dunes and then the the seaside so it's like how are they getting a truck in here and then lifting an entire very small house off the back they, of it they got it's, a high ab on the back, a, a serious high ab. yeah no it's got to be a serious high ab. but i'm thinking just about the angle of the truck i mean i suppose it doesn't matter that much but it kind of
0: does if the truck know. goes over or gets well, stuck. Well, exactly.
1: This is what I'm thinking. And it's... Anyway, I don't know. It's not that interesting, but it is, at the same time, I'd love to see it being done. Um, but, yeah, I was going to say, I'm sort of loath to, to rave about the, the beauty of the Gower Peninsula because it's really, really quiet. I mean, it's August, for fart's sake, and there's almost no one there. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's enough people there that you sort of, you know, obviously it doesn't feel like there's been a nuclear holocaust going. or something no and there were it's the most people i've ever seen on the beach by which i mean there were probably about 15 people over this kind of mile of sand in the little
0: is it that quiet we
1: are it's really quiet and compared wow. to cornwall which i imagine wow. is absolutely heaving and i was thinking just come here and then i think actually no don't come here because you'll ruin it you will ruin Unlike it and the also there's no
0: one there you you know what the car park will be full of Oh my God! Well,
1: it already is a little bit. There's a definite contingent.
0: Yeah, we we, of, um, we all know, we all know, and we've got to tread carefully with this because I, it yes. makes it makes my eyebrow twitch a little bit sometimes. I
1: know. I came up with a little song in my head, <laughs> <about> <laughs> which I gold dub scene. Oh, really? <laughs> with a really yeah, with a really urgent sort of Tamla Motown beat. Um, dub scene. Yeah. I'll, I'll
0: record the number of personal point, plates on T4s, T5s, T6s. Is b- yes. with dub on.
1: I know it's tiresome, isn't it?
0: It is a little, and I, you know, it, it pains me even more because I am a Volkswagen enthusiast mm. of the classic variety, and that's how I got in this game.
1: Hmm.
0: not in the game of like being on a podcast and talking absolute mouth rot but, I
1: mean... <laughs> I... well you you're literally playing squash as we're recording this
0: yes that's right i actually <laughs> debated but when, when we started recording today i debated hmm. whether to have a dumbbell in one arm while i was while i was podcasting just to try and do two <laughs> things at once
1: <laughs> are you um because i'm doing this pretty much as of today because we went we've had two holidays uh sort of because we went, we went to Majorca, and then we had a few days away in the Gower, and of course those both count as holiday time. Yes. So I've no concerns about going. I think I'll have another beer. I think I'll have some chips, and um, yeah. that's all fine. But they're not really doing much exercise, and they have suddenly gone. I, I, I really feel quite sluggish. And full. So as of today, a sort of half-assed middle-aged health kick starts, which is basically don't have beer except if I go out and don't have chips, unless, again, maybe if I'm in a restaurant. <laughs> unless I go to a fish and also- chip shop. <laughs> <Yeah. Yes. laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, I do every day. But is this what you're doing? Are you doing sort of the, the kind of sudden... It's balance. ...compensate for...
0: It's, yeah, it's balance. I, I spend a lot of hours in a car, sitting, mm. obviously... So hmm. I, I I I do have some in-car exercises that I do when I'm on long trips with cru- cruise control <laughs> on, which I'm happy to How share at some point. <laughs> like,
1: How? It involves no, it's, it its core, its clenching. Johnny sales rep fitness DVD. <laughs> it's a smash hit for Christmas. Listen, do some
0: pelvic floor shizzle while, while you've got cruise control on. It's a thing. I think okay. it's good for you. I've been told it's good for you. If it's not good for me can a professional tell me as soon as possible because i've been doing it for probably two and a half years haven't seen any results as such
1: i um, but feel like <clears throat> i've only really heard women extolling the virtues of pelvic floor exercises
0: yes it's predominantly a female thing but i think guys but are
1: there benefits for a check i
0: think it's just good to keep, it's just to keep everything internal in order i don't really know I wasn't expecting <laughs> to talk about
1: okay. it. In case it all gets a bit...
0: <laughs> oh, you know
1: what I mean? You the know you manage, given out on
0: Yeah, you know, like a, a low-end accident damage where there's some bits have been minorly relocated but everything still yeah. runs. You're it's,
1: basically going to need a new slam panel. I am going to need it. back in line, yeah. It's, you it's it's not right. Got reset okay, the well, well, I actually... I mean, I, I, I feel a late break show video coming on where <laughs> it's just you in a Vectra... <laughs>
0: stop it okay for example I'll just share them quickly with you just so we can clear the decks and carry on go on so if you're in if you've got cruise control on or you're in an an auto in general your left leg Mm. is dormant right Mm. so therefore and and if you're on cruise control in theory both legs are dormant so just you got just keep keep your left leg in the air and just keep pulsing it up towards the sky and while you're doing it you know, tense your tense your stomach, your core, and that do that for if you can do that for a couple of minutes, and then swap legs. If minutes, if you're on I cruise think, control, yeah. swap legs because your throttle is n- null and void because you've got cruise on. I mean, I'm sure Tesla autopilot drivers they're probably in the back with a full weight bench, really going for it. <laughs> but I'm I'm not I'm not that guy. So yeah, try that. Um, and then there's a couple of other ones: butt cheek clenches because I my glutes. And, um, you know, I don't do enough exercise in that area, so my glutes don't really. I mean, my kids actually laugh at my backside when they see me coming out of the shower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's any compensation, I got out of the shower ye- two days ago, whenever we were right, yes. away, um, yeah, because we're, we're in a caravan, uh, albeit an static one, so it's not massive. And my daughter was there. I came out with a towel wrap around me, and she just went, <laughs> look at Daddy's fat belly. Oh, gosh. Which it's, I was quite wounded by. That's why you did what you did. Oh, the it? big run. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the big, you, where I got lost.
0: You did a big run because you suddenly went, yeah, too many, too much Well, chips, I did, I did a big
1: much. run by accident, but it was, I, I, I had a plan, and then the coastal path was shut, and I just ended up getting a bit lost in some woods and had to double back on myself. <laughs> I hate doubling back on myself <laughs> in a run because it feels like, you know, you just... It's a waste, but it does. um, Oh, that's when I saw that. You know, I sent you that picture of what I I would loosely term it, though I don't particularly like the expression, life goals. Yes. I ran past a lovely little cottage. Sweet, sweet, idyllic postcard cottage. Sweet cottage, looking out over the salt flats uh, where there are sheep grazing, um, salt marshes they are, and there are sheep grazing there. There's wild horses as well, wild ponies that you see. Really? then the sea. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's my favourite Susan Boyle uh, track. (laughs) (laughs) It is, honestly. Wild bonies. Wild Um, horses. And there's uh, the sea. You can see the sea beyond that, and it's just beautiful. And there's this sweet, sweet little cottage there, which is, and I I think, you know, rather than being a holiday home or something, I think people actually live there. Beautiful little vegetable garden out the back and everything. But parked outside, a Volvo XC70... Lovely, lovely lovely and an xj shaped jeep cherokee oh really And i just thought and it is down a track so you kind of think yeah you probably do need it. you need a little bit of a little bit of clearance and you need a maybe need four-wheel drive in the winter and you have got it covered there without going <sighs> completely silly and buying a hummer
0: do you know i i like that combination of cars also very boxy uh, very boxy yeah. It's funny you should talk about XC seventies because I went for a quite a dismal run this morning, but which I won't, <laughs> which I won't go into because people don't <laughs> don't listen to this podcast for talking about how two middle aged guys are shit at running. Um, but we <laughs> we I I went past a house which I had I don't normally go past in, on my sort of circuit, and I've written down plastic clad family. So th- <laughs> there were three cars on the drive and one small boat on a trailer they're mm. they're an active family you can just tell i think there's a windsurf yeah. board as well mm. they had they they were they were well into their plastic cladding they had og Citroen cactus oh with the with the fantastic cladding which i still think is a cool car um mm. and i miss it um then they had a volvo xc70 again with the plastic non non-body color um bumpers and and arches and next to that get this they had a t5 transporter without alloys without a silly body kit so with just plain gray slash black bumpers and they all right next to one another they all look great and i was like yeah black black slash gray Hmm. plastic love it i'm into it functional Uh, yeah until it goes a bit you know um... Well, well then sesame oil toasted sesame oil Really? Yeah, just lather that on. I mean, there, there's there's also great products available for actual detailing, and I've got a few of them in my garage. But um, ah. t- toasted sesame oil, it works very well, and it smells glorious. I was going to say, it would just make me hungry, though. It w- it does. It makes you want. Hungry. It makes you want to get ready for like a Thai dinner, but yes <laughs> yeah toasted sesame oil it does work really well i've, I've used it in the past so I, I i i enjoyed that trio of cars XC and, mm. and xc70s are really cool
1: they are aren't they yeah that's what i thought i'd love an just, electric xc70 just, oh um i we haven't forgotten about an update on uh, volvo uh, police cars and being able to buy one when the police have finished with it if you want a Volvo estate in this country now that Volvo themselves aren't officially selling them to the public, yeah, um, or a saloon. And I guess. Um, while I was away, the Volvo PR guy sent me a message, and, and uh, it, he's he's getting us more info. So I'm going to speak to him, but sadly I didn't get a chance before we recorded this. So maybe we'll have an update next week because I know everyone's obviously on tenterhooks. Of course they are. This. Anyway, um, I I, was, I can't remember what else I was going to say. Oh yes, I know something else. I was going to say to you the, um, has I've been ate and a a little bit because we um, we went away to Wales. We also I went to Longleat Safari Park oh, for my wow. daughter's birthday. Wow, and I noticed something that I thought was quite brave about about the safari park's choice of vehicles <laughs> because <laughs> they, they're, they're not are, defenders, are they? Well, yes, they have some defenders. They have oh. old defenders. So you I have people have been to Longley because it's it, it's got it's still got the Trad Safari Park drive through bits. Um they well, let you swerve the monkeys, which I did because we were in a press car and I didn't want it to get scratched up and I s- wiper blades pulled off. <laughs> you swerved I mean, I the monkeys. Wanted that in my car. Yeah, they give you a get out on the monkeys. I mean, they're not even very impressive monkeys, they're small monkeys, but
0: how they're dare numb. you it's
1: not about size it's about personality <laughs> no disrespect Ch- to any monkeys listening but um i can't remember what type of monkeys they are they're little ones but they're cheeky fuckers and we saw them clambering over people's cars and then later when we were in the walkie about zoo bit we overheard some people saying that they s- the car in front of them had its number plate pulled off <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, that's, i mean that is a nuisance isn't it because it's probably broken it
0: and well, can you, you can you imagine, imagine, imagine getting pulled by the cops on the way home and just saying, deadpan, I had my number plate stolen by a monkey at a safari park. And they yeah. just look at you and go, did you? Did you really? Did you really? And then, yeah. hopefully, your daughter in the back will go, yeah, yeah, I caught it on, on camera. I've got the monkey actually yeah. running away with it in its hand. Does a monkey have a hand? Did, uh, it does did a, a hand.
1: monkey forget to renew your insurance as well, sir? <clears throat>
0: Yeah, and did the monkey not put new tires on the back when it should have about 2000 miles ago.
1: <laughs> did, did the monkey make you have four pints with your lunch. Um, <laughs> and drive like an absolute so bell. Serious, you know, a, a yeah. rash of people blaming monkeys for traffic offences, it's it's getting out of hand. Uh, no, so anyway, Longley, they um the bit where you get to drive through the uh, through the lion enclosure. Yeah. Uh, and then what else they have? They have wolves. Didn't see the wolves. The wolves were hiding. And um, yeah, secretive things. Tigers. They have tigers and they have a, now is it cheetah? Yeah, they have, they have cheetahs. A cheetah. And does, they your car insurance, some, does your car insurance cover you for driving in a safari park? That's a good question. Yeah, because you know, like. I, if your uh, car got really fucked up by a bison or something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, but seriously, that's what I was exactly thinking. I was thinking, you know, like I mean, I don't know if we're allowed in with rhinos because they are massive. But you know, like a, la- a large,
1: a, a large lion or a large tiger could smash a car up quite badly. But I, I'd go for a buffalo or something like that, or you know, it's something.
0: Yeah,
1: there's, there's an elephant, but you're not allowed in with that. It's um, no you know, what's zone area? Like an elk?
0: House. What about an elk? Or a do they have elks? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know, um, even a giraffe an elk could do it. A giraffe? No, a
1: giraffes are a bit spindly. Um, I reckon. Mm, I don't know though. If it panicked and reared up, yeah. I reckon it could do you do your bonnet in.
0: Well, just like a, I mean, a horse can destroy a car really with that powerful back.
1: Yes, can't it? Ooh, I had a, a a slight moment the other week. I had. um I haven't talked about the BMW M2 that I've been driving. Maybe I'll come on to that. In no, a bit, you haven't. But, um, Have you been vaping this week? I do, yes, <laughs> a lot of cuff ankle going on. <laughs> uh, but I was uh, I was out in that, and there are a couple of people riding horses through a, a village. Hosses. and um, horses, <laughs> horses, and I wasn't going. I was going through a village. So I wasn't going quickly anyway. But then slowed right down to go past them. The car in front of me went past first, and I could see the lead horse looking a bit. They're, you know, they get skittish. Yes. But the riders seem to have it under control. And then I don't know if it's because the BMW is a bit noisier and a bit bassier. And I was doing five, if that. And the, the lead horse just got really skitty. And there was a point where then it was out in the middle of the road. And I was right on the other side. And I just thought, this fucker's going to kick my door in. Yeah, absolutely. Thankfully, no. And nothing, nothing happened in the Safari Park either. Except in the Safari Park, I was driving a Lexus RZ, their new electric car, which has... A driver attention monitor. Oh that gosh, is quite neurotic, and it doesn't like you looking at lions. Oh if gosh, the car is still moving. <laughs> is that they're doing all of about three miles an hour? But I was like, look, it's look over there, lions. Because I fucking love lions, and I'm going to have a good look at them. But we we sort of, I was just coming to a stop because I just spotted them. And there was no there wasn't a car in front of me and it was fine, on a wide one way road. But then the the attention monitor's like, Nah, look ahead and I was like, Fuck off, there are lions, I'm not looking ahead. It's really it, it does it when you come onto roundabouts and stuff as well. It's really oversensitive. I see that. then it gets confused by sunglasses.
0: Well, instantly, that's not a helpful thing because if you don't look at roundabouts, then you know something bad is going to happen,
1: don't you? It's stupid. (laughs) Anyway, Longleat. I noticed in the sort of the various bitey big catty uh, drive-through areas, they had uh, (coughs) a couple of old-school Defender Nineties. All they're all liveried up with zebra pattern. Oh yeah, I was just about to say. Which, in a way, you think is increasing the risk (laughs) if you're in with the lions. They're going to go. What the fuck's that big square zebra over there? Let's go and have a look. looks chubby. Let's take it down. Or ladies, yeah. I should say, because they the female lions do the hunting, don't they? But um, uh, the um, then the, the one that really got me, and I think there were two of these, they've got also all liveried up like zebras. They've got a couple of Mark I Freelanders. Have they? Gosh. It's just like, Gosh. oh, my God. Wow, that's, that's old. That's old. And, they, you know, they weren't well known for their dependability. It's like you're in a sort of... a a big cat critical situation (laughs) where you need to because they're they're stationed there with people in them all the time i guess you know just to make sure no one's a tit and gets out of their car or if someone breaks down you know they although i noticed they've got a recovery truck thing for that
0: there's also also a mark um, one Freelander with a hook on the back
1: yes (laughs) everything everything's got a k-series in here with all the dash lights Um, on all of the time all the time, and also because they, you know, they, they get that problem with the reduction gear. Don't they have to just take it off and make them front wheel drives. <laughs> 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 front wheel drive Freelanders <laughs> wheezing their way about the place. Uh, I just is- thought it was an extraordinary. I mean, you don't really see that many Mark One Freelanders around because no. they are a little. They have a bit of a reputation, certainly, for being troublesome. And um, but no long lead boldly using them for lion patrol, which I thought was quite brave. they also had i noticed they do <laughs> VIP tours of the of the safari park where someone drives you rather than you taking your own car, and that seems to be conducted in a discovery four, also all zebrad up, okay, but with but with someone. I guess they put the zebra wrap on and then put the badge back on, but they t- they hadn't bothered to put the Y back, so the badge just said Discover on the back. And I didn't know whether that was deliberate because they were trying to make a sort of you know, statement about what's going to happen. But it also Discover. had a duff rear wiper that hung down <laughs> onto the tailgate. Oh, it looked did it and look, look like a of, tail? Yeah, it did look like a tail. I was like, but it also clearly it had broken in some way or other way i, I don't know the, the the backstory to this but it, it there was a sort of you know i was doing a bit of csi rear wiper on this because i was looking at the back glass of this discovery and it was scratched to buggery so clearly some idiot had I'd run the rear wiper with no blade on it or something oh gosh absolutely scored their way across the back glass <laughs> So there we go. I've, I can't remember anything about the animals, but the cars at Longleat are fascinating. I was
0: just about to say you, you probably could have got within <laughs> within two feet of a really rare wolf, but no instead. You're looking at a scorn <laughs> back window. Doing? Oh my god. Of it's a another Freelander. <laughs> do, do you know what? I love I, I, I hope. I'm maybe I mean someone from Jaguar Land Rover might be able to tell us whether they gave them away some sort of pre-production cars that needed to be crushed at some point, ah. and then they could have donated them as long as they live off the road. Yeah. You know, like a retired, like a retired racehorse. It's it's one of those guinea pig test cars that they've decided to just retire to the pastures of,
1: uh, yeah, long yeah. Lake, which is cool. I was wondering about doing a safari park of just of cars that you don't see so much anymore. Because I'd quite like that. You get to drive around, and you just go, bloody hell, look at that! Oh, what they're all. They're all just parked. Well, yeah, but no matter. I think you know. No, the whole point of safari park is they, they they get to roam about as nature intended. So they're just driving around, but quite slowly. Gosh, that's a great idea. What
0: rare but nobody cares safari park for cars? Kind of.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about this as well the other day, separately, but <clears> it, it does sort of fit into this theme. Is, is it me, or do you not really see Lupos anymore? They, there's not so many. They were. I think they're
0: one of those cars that were so useful and well built that. You can't find a low mileage Lupo; it's just not a thing. Um,
1: Is that? Do you I think because they 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 stood up to it a bit better than say. Because I feel like every so often you'll see a Cinquecento or a Seicento, yeah, out of the blue, and you kind of go, yeah. "Oh, that's nice to see." And, and you know, you still occasionally, despite how absolutely rotten they go, you do see original KAs around the place. Yeah, you do. I mean, they made a lot surprisingly of surprisingly regularly. Yeah, they made a lot, and, um, of them, didn't they? Big production. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I bet. The that the, the Fold folds uh, sold a lot better than the, the Lupo, but then you know the, also you don't see a Rosses around anymore. And that's basically the same car. Yeah, you so don't. to have a look now. I had a, I, just you know, I had a, a Lupo, but not for very long. Not, but not only. Is this one of those cars that you own for about an hour and then? Uh,
0: I owned this one for three weeks, and oh. um, it was a fantastic car. But I, I just kind of bought it because I found it really cheaply, and I thought this is an easy punt and this will be a clean it up and and sell it on job and it was a one owner yellow 1.4 spolt. Um,
1: oh it was quite home. nice that one with the center exhaust yes it was really
0: nice really nice and it, it was only for sale about four miles from my house and i just thought yeah get on then and um i took it back to my place spent a couple of weekends giving it some worship and um put it up for sale i think i might have yeah, I put it up for sale and, a, and a, a guy, a young guy came to buy it for his first car with his dad and then recognised me off fifth gear. And almost didn't care about the car, just wanted to talk about fifth gear, but did buy the car. And I'd love to know whether he still got it, because I, I, I was
1: trying to say to him... <laughs> he left and then went, hang on a minute, fucker didn't buy the car, he just talked to me about car. fifth gear.
0: But he, he was a really, really, really lovely, sweet, sweet chap. And I was hoping that... I kind yeah. of said to him, look, I know you're 17 and all, so statistically you're going to smash this car up or do something really silly with it. But I said, it is a really good example. It's in a good colour. It's one owner. Mm. And um, it's got full service history. So, you know, just keep on top of this one. But then I Mm. I was worried I would sound like a really boring old git. So I didn't. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was a cool car. And I would have kept it if I didn't have, if I hadn't got 87 other cars at that moment in time. So some 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 you keep some you don't i
1: remember quite liking that i mean it's not as obviously not as good as the gti um uh, just um fyi mm. i've just done uh, for sake of argument look there are 10 lupos for sale on Autotrader at the moment if you do um ford ca but set the cut off to 2008 which I think it's around the time because
0: they made that for car for twelve start. years, didn't they? The car, the car. The
1: yeah, gear. yeah. It, was, it went on for quite a while, mm. and there are eighty-one. Wow. Um, okay, So there you go. It's um. But the Lupo's, oh, look at these, oh, no. <clears throat> Lupo. I know Lupo. The Lupo here for the cheapest one on Auto Trader is sixteen hundred and ninety-nine pounds. It looks tidy AF. This car, but and it's only got sixty-three thousand miles. This might be deceased spec. Oh gosh.
0: But are we buying cars live on air again? Like we've done
1: again, worse. we are. I think. It's, um, but yeah, this one looks. I can't see the description. It's silver and it just looks. It's got a little. Oh, you see, it's got a good scuff on the back bumper. But again, it's it okay. No deal breaker. It is. Yeah, it is manual. Which is Spanish anyway, Spanish uh, way
0: to spec. Just how we like them.
1: The description um, is useless it just tells me nothing it says this car comes with in-car entertainment brackets radio cassette i can see from the pictures it's got manual windows oh brilliant and i'd forgotten about this but they had you know those lupos i feel like depending on spec or model year or something the heater controls were in different places oh gosh and, I don't but some that. of them they were very very low down like inconveniently low down it was too far down the dashboard um but this this tidy looking one here is the one liter e
0: millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right
1: That's a that that's poverty spec, isn't a it? S- a slow s- car, yeah, poverty yeah, spec. Yeah, that's slow. Mm, almost no performance.
0: But it was a lot of a great car replaced by a yeah. crap car, wasn't it really? The Yeah. What was it called? The Fox, the VW Fox, yeah. which was cack. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um
0: very, in fact it was fox Poo, Um which as we know is extremely smelly and not desirable. Um, yes.
1: Oh god, my dogs rolled in the car again. <laughs> um the most expensive lupo for sale on australia at the moment is um unsurprisingly a gti fifty-four thousand miles black it looks ace uh but it's 10 grand yes yeah. damn it
0: well they are they they, they are becoming a, a rare car you know they and they're the spiritual successor to the mark one golf gti in terms of size and mm. chuckability and i yeah they're cool
1: they're cool With, i'm sorry to report there are 96 foxes for sale <laughs> Yes, no, that's that is a lot.
0: We, could just, we can warn the listeners to not look at any of them.
1: Just Don't go look straight.
0: At even if <laughs> even if there's a Lupo with double the mileage, buy that instead.
1: Well, no, it's funny because somehow it's almost as if somehow the market and car buyers generally somehow consciously or unconsciously dictates these things because the cheapest Lupo. Uh, was that one for like 1600 and something quid the cheapest fox is 490 pounds oh gosh okay that is cheap so it's almost like yeah, people people uh, people will pay more for a Lupo, perhaps because it just everyone sort of knows it's a better car
0: well they know it's got it's got a following fucking hell this
1: 490 pound fox has got a massive dent in it <laughs> the the passenger side rear wing is very crumpled in <laughs> on it, where you just go, now, come on. That must have surely damaged something else, because it looks like that could have whacked the back wheel. Hey, I wouldn't touch this with a fucking fox shit. I, anyway, I, I, um, I was that's ask enough you, from
0: the browsing cars you can't see I, corner. I can't remember whether I said this in the last podcast, but I wrote it down. Did I tell you about the Confederate flag on the Alfa Brera that I saw? What? <laughs> what? See, I, I am. I am absolutely serious. That what, on the roof? No, on the back bumper oh. above the double oh. exhaust. There was a. <laughs> I, it was an Alfa Brera convertible, or a you know a. I think it's a Brera. A it's, spider. Did, then. Yeah, they did the sp- so the same bum shape. Yeah, um, yeah. I just assumed it was a Brera, but I think you're right. The Brera was the hard top, wasn't it? So Mm. I I was following this car a couple of days ago and it uh, turned off and it had a hologram sticker of a Confederate flag above the rear exhaust. I was thinking, I mean, the Confederate flag is not massively PC anyway at the moment Mm, or ever. Um, And (laughs) it just was like, who's put it on a? It's not like it was even a car. It's not an American car. It doesn't have any American heritage. It's Life. it's not it's not I don't think it's tongue in cheek. And it's a hologram sticker as well, so it's not coloured. <laughs> and you're just like I don't So many questions that I can't I will never get the answers for. But off the back of the back of the infamous X-Type Jag with Porn third brake light that we reported
1: on. (laughs) We still Hey, I was following an (laughs) X-Type yesterday. Now it wasn't again, I was following it so I could see immediately it didn't have fuck off written in huge purple (laughs) glittery letters across the back window. (laughs) However, (laughs) this was interesting for another reason, which was it was sitting low. I think it had five people in it. Oh, great! And it was being driven quite badly, and I couldn't tell whether the driver kept feathering the brake pedal or whether there was something wrong with the car. Is that that smells to me like driving back from
0: a from a from a building site? What you know, lab, oh. la, laborers doing uh, carpooling. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know what you and mean. And the X-type, I, I comfortable a, car, look. cheap does the job throw it away yeah. when the mot's out kind of thing
1: you know when a car's clearly carrying so much weight that it is having an effect on the handling and, and so you could see sometimes like going into a corner it was on sort of a road and but going into a corner it felt like the driver was being caught out by sudden sort of weight shifts oh my gosh just, it was oh it was a bit swervy
0: i've i've got a story about that very early in the morning on sunday we were driving to the retro rides gathering which uh, thanks to everybody who came along and came to the late break show enclosure. So I was in my element, which had some merch in, mm. with the buzz in front that we were borrowing to also put stuff in. And my friend Simon was driving my Dodge a little way behind. And I am not used; to, I don't mm. like seeing my own cars being driven by other people because it feels a bit weird. But and mm. and and I've only ever let one other person drive the Dodge. But so we were driving along the back roads of um, near Rutland Water. And it was dead quiet, quite quite bright. And out. I, che- I kept checking the rearview mirror just because I thought, I hope Simon's all right in the car, getting used to it. Anyway, out of nowhere, nowhere, like a racetrack overtake manoeuvre, this Toyota RAV4 came r- out and around the Dodge and then came steaming up behind me and did the same. But mm. I didn't know it was a Rav Four until it gone by because it had no front on it at all, apart from two headlights. What? Honestly, I kid oh, you not, God. it was the it was the most destroyed ghetto car I've seen in a long time. So all I saw were two headlights and just emptiness. It was just the radiator. You could see the fan on the, behind the rad. It Had no bumper, no grill, n- no fascia at all. Just two headlights. No 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 registration number. And it well, flew. Hang on. You know what's
1: going on there, monkeys. Oh, monkey attack!
0: Oh, They're were, they were on their way back from a safari park, aren't they?
1: Yes, That's- <laughs> yeah. I told you to take the shortcut.
0: Honestly, the that. those
1: ghetto gibbons—you've got to be so careful. You've Got to be so yeah. damn
0: careful of them. They will take care of
1: everything. I think it's like a—it's a monkey version of that Johnny Cash song. They're just building a car one piece <laughs> at a time.
0: <laughs> uh, who's the Who's the most intelligent of um, of the monkey world? Uh, would it be a gorilla?
1: Well, they're, they're apes, An orangutan, aren't
0: they? orangutan,
1: orangutan, or a chimpanzee, I suppose. But yeah, they're they're, they're so apes. So one of them monkeys, I don't know. One of them's masterminding
0: it. So they're saying, right, mm. okay, boys, we're tr- now we're stealing to order. I don't just want you to nick everything and anything because that's not helpful anymore. Because we've got piles of stuff. Yeah. I now, yeah. I specifically now need uh, a, I need a brake master cylinder
1: because it turns out that actually three of the monkeys got together inside a big overcoat and secretly went and studied engineering at Loughborough University (laughs) so they really know what they're doing now and they've they've looted a couple of cars that had the boots unlocked and they've
0: got a few of those sort of tool wraps from under the spare wheel well so they've got some basic tools Yes. And they've copied those tools because they're intelligent <laughs> creatures, so they've copied them. So everyone, everyone carries a spanner or, 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 or a, an adjustable wrench now or a screwdriver. Yep. Um, so these,
1: these guys, they know what they're doing. They're getting ready to escape, aren't they? Maybe it's the monkeys that are keeping the Mark 1 Freelanders going. They're incredible engineering. They're knowledge. serviced. Yes, they're actually serviced, serviced, <laughs> by,
0: by <primates. laughs> serviced by primates.
1: Serviced by primates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, insert joke about car mechanics here oh god um anyway so you were, yeah you were overtaken by uh, so th- i mean i would, uh, this that does sound like it might have been stolen and used in a raid or something well
0: People i still ram raid mm-hmm. well it went past us absolutely on it And on Mm. into a a a tightening corner, and this is when Mm. what you just said um, just reminded me. It went round this corner, and the back suspension was rigidly locked out, like something quite was badly broken, and it did a proper Mm. like hop, skip, jump. Like laterally, as if to, it was going in the hedge, it was just skipping on the tire pressure. There was no damping at oh, all. God. And I was thinking, "Shit, Ish. this thing's going over or going into the mother of tank <laughs> slappers and, 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 But you see, as it went by, I noticed it was covered in mud all up both sides, and the back of it, mm. again, no bumper on the back. And um, not a lot of ID on the back, and the registration plate had been like three M taped to the back window, so it was in the middle of the back window oh. with loads of mud around it. So this thing was flying, and as I, was, I thought, shit, right, okay, we're onto something here. It made it round the corner, and then it did a really late non-indication turning into a farmyard. <laughs> nearby oh. and I thought either they are from the farmyard and they that car yeah. is clearly just a farm car that probably shouldn't be on the road but it was six in the morning on a Sunday or uh. or they're about to do a rob in that farm having just robbed the other farm and they're doing a whole line of farms in this terribly uh. um under-damped RAV4 that's had a, a terrible life um so yeah that properly uh, spiked my attention Um, And then I was going to say, at at the show, uh, a chap called Kevin Johnson, who I've done a car cave on, brought two cars for display. One was a Ferrari F50 and one was a 930 flat nose 911 Turbo.
1: Mm.
0: Now, the flat nose is a bit of a restomod. He's he's not long had it finished from a, a, a renovation. And it's in lovely, sweet, sweet martini livery. And it got me thinking, Rich... Does anybody because we all like Martini livery, right? Is that fair? Everybody likes the Martini yeah, I livery, think so. okay? But yeah. does anybody actually like
1: Martini? Uh yes. What? <laughs> well, cuz I like a Negroni and Negronis are made with Martini Rosso. Oh gosh, you do. You're the only guy that likes Martini, aren't you? No, lots of people because lots of people drink Negronis. They, they, so people, maybe people don't realise it when they're ordering one, but it's got Martini in it. I remember you ordering me several
0: Negronis when we were on off of a night out once. Where were we? We were in a swanky oh, bar, know. and I remember I just said, "Oh, I'll try one," and it was so powerful. It
1: prob- they are quite punchy. It I yes. felt like
0: I'd had. I felt like someone had elbowed me in the in the in the in the temple. And then you went and got me another one. Before I had a chance to say, I don't know if I like this, Richard, you went and got me another one.
1: And I had to just well, put them away. I think I feel like this was slow burning revenge for the very first time we met when you made me drink cider. Oh yeah which is some years ago. Even though I don't really like cider and it was very cloudy and punchy at the same time. You can handle um, it. You can handle it. Hey, listen, guys, look, look listen. since we're talking about, uh, well, a couple Blues. of things, the, this, the, the Venn diagram overlaps here because we're talking about the, the, the mythical um, fuck-off X type that a, a listener sent us a few weeks ago um, and also number plates attached in back windows. We've been sent a picture. Now, I'm not sure who we've been sent this by because the name that comes up from the email is different to the name that comes up in the auto signature. So it's either someone called Thomas or someone called Gabriel. So it could be Thomas Gabriel. Yeah, this was spotted, uh, Thomas slash Gabriel spotted this uh, on someone else's, I think, Instagram story and says that it's, um, it's... he, he thinks it's located near me in Bradford on Avon. Um, it is a photo of a passing Jaguar XJ, an X three hundred eight. Yeah, so an older one. Uh, it's a sovereign. I can see that from the badge. Sov- a lovely sort of uh, grey blue metallic. It's a in many ways, <laughs> it's a lovely example of the breed.
0: Oh, you, well, you could have said, you could have said exquisite example of the mark, which is always one of my favourite oh, yes, lines sorry, from the classified. <laughs> Dealers used to,
1: lovely, exquisite example of the mark. Exquisite example of the mark. I would even go so far as to say that it, it looks like it might, it might have that other classic car dealer fallback. Excellent oil pressure. Oh, wow. But I, it's hard to know for sure. Anyway, it's running, so let's assume it works. <laughs> um, but it's, it's running. It's running. It would be, you'd go, oh look, there's the town's now retired solicitor going past, or something like that, except for this, re- what, what someone has done to it. They've glued Ugh. loads and loads of little skulls, what? and then some other stuff that I can't make out, all over the boot lid. What? Skulls? It then skulls like fe- little ornamental skulls like, no- the number plate is L666 oh it's is it gothy? well yes because then it has two other number plates on the back window now something that's very confusing about this is that one of them is inside the glass and one of them is outside and i don't know why they would do that but the lower one that's inside the glass that's sort of blocking the third brake light <laughs> says lucifer <laughs> And the one that's outside the glass and is at the top of the back window says Satanist.
0: What? Yes. What's going on with... I thought Jag people were tasteful people. We've now found another, a a second Jag wrong There's so much...
1: I mean, now, some people may be offended by this. I'm more offended by the fact it's got some aftermarket alloys on it, which I don't think. (laughs) It needs because <laughs> there were some quite nice wheels you could get on those. But anyway, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's an otherwise quite tidy looking Jack Sovereign Jack that's got Satanist and Lucifer in the back window Jesus. and skulls glued to the boot lid. I just don't, it's baffling. I, I'm,
0: it's, I want to know what's going on with that. We, I want answers. I mean, just writing yeah. Lucifer on the back of a Jaguar is just silly. It's just dark. It's, it's, just,
1: <laughs> it's not a very. I mean, I don't know. A black Dodge Charger of the new sort or the old sort. Yeah. You'd sort of go, yeah, yeah, that's a good Lucifer car. I just, there's lots of other cars, but, a, but, but an early 2000s Jag. It's just du And it's not even
0: black. It's not even it's black. not even I know. black. It's, so you'd expect thing. it to look sinister. It doesn't really look sinister. It just looks like you say, Silverhead um, Foxback.
1: Yeah. A black XJR little bit lucifer-y but but a, a smoky gray blue sov oh gosh not a satanist car i mean <laughs> if anything it's like it's more like oh look the bishops here <laughs> i don't know it's it's that, just I'm, so i people completely baffled by this so thank you thomas slash gabriel for sending that in it is it's it, amazingly weird i wish we knew more but this also it's so there's this and the x type that we got reports of the yeah. week it's a Jag Rongens club in the making, isn't it? The Jag Rongens, what's going on? I don't know. Jags used to attract a different sort of Rongen, but this is now just like people who are playing strange and yeah. I don't know why. But I
0: anyway. saw I saw a guy driving driving uh, an XF a couple of weeks ago, an early XF as mm. well. Can't remember, did they get launched in two thousand and seven? Yes. And it was a diesel S. And I know this because he pulled out in front of me on full kicked down and left me a, a, mm. a black jet trail and oh and then went and then immediately had to anchor on the brakes because we went up to a big roundabout i saw the window come down a load of vape cloud come out and then kicked it down again full throttle and this thing was being driven i mean lo- definitely like you'd had it nicked but um mm. yeah it was the, and the guy was hunched over the wheel looking like he was holding onto the wheel because there was no backrest on the seat, that kind of stance. And I'm I'm just wondering, are, are, are people just... Because this is like RSPCI, RSPCA territory. Are Jaguars just being abused all over the country at the moment? This is a relatively new venture,
1: I feel. I do wonder. I mean, I suppose they've always attracted... Because they just get to a point where they're sort of...
0: They're, they're worth... Th- cheap. They're and, worth yeah. so little. And the up cost, you know, the the, the parts... Yeah, I mean, I did that. I mean, I can put my hand up and say as a 24-year-old, 23... How old was I? 20, I was 24, and I had two Jags, two, two XJ40 mm. Sovs, didn't I? Four-litre Sovs. And yeah. they were worth nothing. They were worth nothing. And they were great. Apart from yeah. when... I, all I would recommend to any listener is a four-litre Sovereign doesn't run well when you fill the tank with 60 litres of diesel and refuse to drain it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, or in the future, don't, oh, don't, just don't do
1: that. Don't, don't do it. Absolutely, that's <clears throat> solid advice. There, yeah, there, of the kind that we pride ourselves yeah. on this podcast. Um, we should start bringing this to a close. There are a couple of things that I want to say. One of them is um, thank you to everybody who sent us that clip, usually through Instagram, of the man mocking. An influencer who keeps saying Bentley. Oh, by doing his version Bentley. with Transit. Transits.
0: I've got a relentless stream of um, butchered car trailers as well that I keep big Oh, have you? Yeah, rear halves of various <laughs> different cars. It's almost like I've I've brought it upon myself.
1: Yeah. So well, we do. Don't well, I because no, um, I did. I know. The other thing I want to say was just um, just mention briefly the very sad news we heard last week about uh, the death of Harris Mann. Uh, the bloke who designed the Allegro and uh, the TR7 and the Princess, mm. um and who will sort of be remembered for those things. And I wanted to say, first of all, it's very, very sad because uh, he was, by all accounts, a really, really nice guy. And it's um I've noticed, that I'm in sort of various Facebook groups around kind of BL and stuff like that, some of which are full of people who used to work at Longbridge. And the number of people who've popped up and said they used to work with Harris Mann and what an absolute gent he was as well as a great talent Mm. has been really, really heartening. I think you can get a vibe sometimes from people's tributes when people voluntarily just offer up information about somebody. And although everyone goes, oh, you know, he's a lovely guy, I think there's a sincerity that I've read in the the tributes from anyone who worked with or knew Harris Mann that suggests that he really was a very, very decent human being. But also, I feel like all the obituaries are going to go, well, he designed the Allegro, you know. (laughs) And, first of all, it's quite well known that he didn't want the Allegro to look like that. No. He kind of got shafted uh, by various parts of the um, BL organisation. And the car ended up not having the proportions or the body side surfacing that he wanted because of various bits of ineptitude and or corporate politics. But also, for me, it's The Princess is his 1970s masterpiece. Yeah because that is genuinely a brilliant looking car and still is now.
0: I've got a lot of time for them, obviously. And um, I think it was really sad because I was intending to meet him. Um, I wanted to finish my Allegro and actually one of the things I wanted to do with it was see if he would let me come and visit him in it. <laughs> So okay, when, yeah. I mean, he might have hated it and thought that it might have hit me with a wet fish and told me that I was an absolute fool. <laughs> but um, I get the impression because he was a because he was quite a cool guy, he would have got it. And, I, and yeah. it's, I know it's always lovely. I, I like to think that he passed away, seeing the tide turn on the sort of the hatred of a lot of these easy yeah. easy target British Leyland cars, which now they, there's an irony to them. But actually, we we we're, we're looking we're realising that all seventies cars were quite crap. All of them, even expensive ones,
1: really. Well, yeah, they were. But also, I just think, if you think about how, I mean, I, I wasn't alive for the early 70s, but by all accounts, it was a pretty grim time, you know, between sort of industrial unrest and economic downturn and everything. It was a very brown era in British history. And yet, from all of that gloom, emerged these really radical car designs, and I think the TR7 as well doesn't get the credit that it deserves. And again, there was some sort of BL fuckwittery. But let's not forget, it was, in fact, the best-selling Triumph TR model ever. Mm. So it did something right. And a lot of the stuff in it, particularly those sort that of like swooping crease at the side, suddenly became quite commonplace in car design about 30-odd years later. So part of Harris Mann's problem was really that he, he, was, he was too far-thinking. And when people go, well, you know, he designed all that, that stuff for BL, that's what he did. Let's not forget, he also worked for Raymond Lowy before he was at BL, and he worked for Ford. And in fact, he ended up at BL because his then boss at Ford was poached by BL and took Harris Mann with him, which again sort of suggests that, you know, he'd already been identified as a, as a real talent. And when he left British Leyland in the early 80s, he set up his own design business and did consultancy for, amongst other people, BMW. So, I think really, I just want to say that first of all, may he rest in peace, but secondly let, let's now and from here on establish firmly that Harris Mann was a brilliant car designer.: agree,
0: agree, God bless Harris Mann. it was cool, and I will and it makes me, it 'll make me love my my allegro even more, I think yeah, um, one thing i 'd like to say before we, before we land this podcast that you say is um there's a term that i've i 've invented it 's called motorsport meerkatting. <laughs> Yes. It's when it's and I realized this from the show at uh, at the weekend the retro ride show there was a couple of cars doing shakedowns and exhibition runs in around the circuit Mallory Park and every time something with an interesting engine or a real shrill note or being held in a gear going particularly fast the amount of 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 meerkatting going on from the people they immediately flock over or necks go up heads turn like what's that yeah. is it a VTEC what is it <laughs> and um and I think it's a, it's a motorsport meerkat thing, isn't it? We, we hear we hear things, we have to know what it is. What is this machine? Uh,
1: but I think it's not even just motorsport. I mean, I do it sometimes. I'll be sitting on the sofa at home in our front room and I'd hear a car go by. And if it's got something a bit, it sounds a bit fruity... I'll meerkat myself off the sofa <laughs> to have a quick look. I get very frustrated when I don't get up in time and it's already disappeared off. Oh, that corner. is annoying <laughs> it's, because right. then it's unresolved. That's the problem. Exactly. It's unfinished business. Yeah. Yes. No, good. Well, of, motorsport meerkatting, though, definitely a thing. Um, right. Well, anyway, look, we should probably um, slowly drag this up onto the beach. Um, but before we go, I have three things to tell you. Uh, they are one, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called the Castrate Drake Show, in which he attempts to neuter male ducks, despite having no veterinary training whatsoever, Uh, this week, by a canal in Preston, shouting, come back, you quacking bastards, I want your bollocks. (laughs) If that's not to your taste, there's always the Late Break Show, lots of excellent videos about cars and people who love them on there. What have we got here?
0: Oh, what have we got for you, my – well, we've got – it's a double barn find week. So if you're, oh. if you're listening to this on, off of the Monday, uh, as per normal, mm. uh, you will have, might have already seen one barn find, which is a sweet, sweet BMW E9 Coupe with a lovely backstory. Oh. But also, mm. oh, my word, talking of British Leyland and, and Austin, as we kind of were with Harris Mann, a very, mm. very rare MG Maestro Turbo barn find. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, oh. sweet haven't seen one in shurs and years, Years. And sure enough, we find one and we pull it out. I won't tell you whether we fire it up or not, but all I can tell you is that, and I might have told you this before, off camera, it did result in me needing to take an emergency shower in an old lady's bungalow. Oh, oh yeah. So, <laughs>
1: so there we go. Harris Mann didn't design the maestro, but uh, he did a, a rival proposal for it, which was much more conventional-looking and more attractive, you might argue, but um, got rejected oh. uh, in favour of the rather weird-looking maestro that we know today. Um, anyway, I might put a picture of his proposal. Please, They'd please been, do. They're, they're kicking around on the internet. I might put one up on... Um, on the Patreon. Um, all right. The second thing I have to say is uh, I've got various books out. Um, Boring Car Trivia 2. There's one of them. Why not go and buy that? Um, Boring Car Trivia 4 is on its way. In fact, this week uh, I have resolved to try and get the bastard thing finished. Oh, really? Because I can, it needs to... Yeah, I've just got to get on with it. And I keep getting distracted with other work, you know. But anyway, there we are. Uh, the third thing I have to tell you is that um, there were many proposed names for the seven dwarves that accompanied Snow White... Before the final seven that were picked for the Disney film. Oh, Uh, I thought
0: you meant like something other than dwarves. Okay. So they they were always going to. No, they they
1: seem pretty committed to that (laughs) now, rather sensitive issue, but. They did suggest a whole list of names. <laughs> they included silly, snappy, snoopy, goopy, gloomy, lazy, tubby, shifty, nifty, burpy, baldy, chesty, and awful. <laughs> what? Know, What's awful. going on? I mean, for me, that some of those you could picture, but awful. <laughs> Who would call a character awful?
0: Just <laughs> that just sounds like you've got an hour before you're clocking off for a big Friday business lunch. Just write yes. some stuff down. Write <laughs> stuff just, down.
1: Yeah. But there's another suggestion which doesn't make any sense to me. Nertsy. N-E-U-R-T-S-Y. Nertsy. I don't know what that means. And hotsy as well. Really, this stupid. Hotsy. Chesty as well. Ch- ch- Chesty.
0: So it's a bit COVID-y, a bit, COVID, bit SARS-spec, isn't it? <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess what about so. COVID and okay, well, SARS? Um, uh, oh, sounds like a solicitor's, doesn't it? <laughs> well, um, I think we're back to crime-fighting duos. <laughs> so. um, but we're still developing ball and stick, so we'll come back. All right, well, um, that's quite enough of that, Uh, but we will be back doing it all again next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye now. Marks, T-shirts, stickers. Mugs, T-shirts, stickers. Stickers. Mugs, T-shirts, stickers. We might do hats soon. We haven't decided. This may come as a surprise But Smith & Sniff have merchandise You won't believe your eyes Smith & Sniff have merchandise Sadly we don't do pies But Smith & Sniff have merchandise One day we might sell ties Smith & Sniff have merchandise
0: Listen, it's Gosh. so easy to drive this car with the palm of my hand. It's so power-assisted. It's sweet. It's easy, effortless. I can't believe everyone doesn't buy them now.
1: <laughs> I've already bought nine.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.